This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Yesterday, the Provincial Minister of Advanced Education was on the show. Dimitrios Nicolaitis joined us to go over the new employment quotas that the school, University of Athabasca, or Athabasca University, I guess, um, must meet in order to make sure that their provincial funding isn't affected. And again, at last report, last I've seen, about a quarter of the staff that work for Athabasca University live in Athabasca. Province wanted to see that level increase to 65%. But... Under the latest proposal, the province has changed it. Uh, the minister told us yesterday they've suggested like 10% increases year over year for three years. So they've softened their stance a bit. So so where does that leave us? We're going to chat now with Peter Scott, who is the president of Athabasca University, and get the school's take on all of this. Uh, Peter, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Hey, Shay, good to be here. How are you this morning? I'm I'm good, really good. Yeah, how about you? I'm great. Looking Excellent. forward to get this, getting this thing done. We've been we've been in this conversation for a long time. Uh, you'll have heard Demetrius talking about that yesterday. Yeah, uh, we're all really keen to move past this and get on with our learners, get on with our research, get on with the business of being a university. I, 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 I'm glad you brought that up because you're right. We have been talking about this for a long time. And in those discussions, it seems like there was a fundamental disconnect or a disagreement, I guess, in terms of what the focus of Athabasca University was. And I know you were saying, listen, to provide the best education, this is the way we need to do it. And the province is saying, yeah, but it's also a job creator. Do you think there's been some understanding in terms of how both those masters can be served? Are you comfortable with that? Because I know you were saying at times you couldn't offer the best education possible with the conditions that were being imposed. Yeah, no, I, I think the fundamentals are really important. And I think at the beginning of the conversation, we were miles apart on the fundamentals. I, I don't think government really well understood who we were. Um, and that took a bit of explaining. Um, we, we agreed this funding agreement. Well, the minister gave you a little tutorial yesterday on what the IMA was. It's a funding agreement from the province. The mm -hmm. province gives us about 30% of our budget. We get the rest of our budget from our students. They pay fees. Year on year, the, the, the province has cut the budget for all post-secondary. Year on year, three times now, we've had to raise our fees. Uh, and we really, if we're going to do that again, <laughs> we're going to take any money from our students. We want it to be for their interests. We want it to be for their benefit. We want it to be about education. And um, so we had a, a little bit of a you know, fundamental agreement about what it is that universities even do. Yeah. Um, and absolutely it's the case. If you are an Edmonton-based post-secondary like McEwen or Norquest, you've really got to care about, you know, the community that your students live in because it's Edmonton. You've got to really care about the benefit of that community because then your staff are in Edmonton. Everybody's in Edmonton. So it's really important for you. Our, our in-principle disagreement way back when, back in March, when we had an agreement, uh, was that... Um, you know, we're an online university, right? All of our students, all of our staff live, work, and uh, do everything they do remotely. Mm -hmm. um, we, we teach all across the country. We teach in 81 countries, one of which is Canada. 40,000 um, students, right? I mean, it's, it's huge. Yeah, we have 40,000. Almost all of those are in Canada. We're not hugely big international, but we do have international students. Um, and they all work where they work. <laughs> they all work in those countries. 
um, we reach out into every area of this great country. So if you uh, if you look into the smallest remotest settlement anywhere in Canada, you you'll swing a cat and hit an Athabasca University student. Um, so you know, uh, around about half of our students are even studying programs. They're just doing a little thing to frost track their careers and lives. Um, that means wherever they are, remote and rural, in an indigenous community, in a place where they really couldn't get into a classroom, their classroom's virtual. Mm-hmm. And their teachers, their teachers do the same. So we have 1,200 staff. Um, uh, a, a few hundred of those are in, in the town, which um, the university was moved to in 1984, um, when a lot of that business of opening envelopes and shipping boxes made sense. Um, we've supported that community. We still support that community. There's about 300 people still there of our 1,200 staff. And what we were saying to government was, well, you want us to do something. Could you tell us the fundamentals of how that's going to help our students, how that's going to help our learners, how it's going to help us be a better world university? Um, Alberta has Canada's national university sitting in its backyard. Um, we, you know, if Canada doesn't have a national university, right? right. But, but, but we're it. <laughs> if, if it did have a national university, reaching out from our base in Alberta, we connect all of Canada together. That, that's a, I think it's a really cool story. I mean, about a quarter of our students are actually studying at another university somewhere in Canada, and we fast-track them. We get them doing better. We get them reaching into Alberta, hearing what we do, learning from us, doing better. About a quarter of our students are trust trying to change their lives. They need a little bit from us. And about a half of them are following a program. Um, so, what, what, you know, when Premier Smith talks about needing more nurses, we have the biggest nursing program. Because connecting to our nurses, particularly connecting to people who are kind of in practice and just need to do better, kind of wanting to get the first step on the ladder, digital is a really cool way to do that all across the board. And we're not limited by classrooms. We're not limited by timetables. We're only limited by the digital world that we're all living in. So we're really, we're, we're an answer to that question. Yeah. Um, so huge programs, huge success. We just asked the government fundamentally, how will what you're proposing help us? And we've been having that conversation for a while since. And I'm wondering how far the movement has gone, because you're right. I, at the beginning, I think the answer would have been, well, that's not the issue here. The issue is that this was also an employment creator. That's what this was. So where are you now? Do, are, are you comfortable? Have you moved? Do you, th- you think the understanding has been made? Oh, I think I think we've got a much clearer stand, understanding of where we are. I mean, I think that the, the minister didn't like what the board was saying um, back in the start of the year. So he gave us a new board chair. He didn't like what the board was saying, even with the new board chair, so he gave us three new local members. And then he didn't like what the board was saying and has given us a lot of new public members. So I think the board is the board is a new board. Um, they will still be, I, I know, they, these are volunteers who are giving of their own time to work in the best interest of the university. And I'm pretty confident that we, we've absolutely moved on in that conversation and the, the the discussion we're going to be having with them real soon. Um, so the new proposal, the one that he's talking about now, where a 10% increase year over year for the next three years, is that more reasonable to you? Is that attainable? Can you do that and still do all the wonderful things you're talking about in terms of providing the best quality education you can? Yeah, no, the critical piece for us is that we actually already do preferential hiring for the town of Athabasca. Again, I, I don't think the minister kind of got that um, and still hasn't quite got 
that actually already it's the case that we'll try to find someone uh, to support our core base in, that, in Athabasca Town. It's really, really important to us. But it's also important that we hire the best possible people. And we do hire all across Canada, and there's no intent to change that. I think the minister has been very clear. He said it again to your listeners yesterday. He's very happy to negotiate. He's very happy to be flexible. Right. He in no way wants to damage what is a fantastic export from Alberta. Um, and by the way, the majority, yeah, the, the biggest number of our students, not the majority, the biggest number of our students are in Alberta. We have something like, we get the smallest amount of funding from uh, the government of Alberta of any post-secondary, even the independent colleges that, that don't have to answer to the government of Alberta. We get the smallest amount of funding, and yet we still reach a huge number of Albertans. We have something like, you know, just look at it today, count it today, the number varies a lot because of the flexibility of our study. We're incredibly flexible. But if you looked at it today, we'd have something like 16,000 Albertans studying with our university. None of those are in the town of Athabasca. None of them will go to a classroom in the town of Athabasca. But Athabasca is a heart that we have supported since 1984. When we moved there, we had no plans to um, pull out of the town of Athabasca. And I understand their worries about that. The pandemic made it look very worrying. There were not a lot of people going into the campus because it was a pandemic and things were locked down. Right. Guess what? That was, you, may, you may not have noticed if you were in Athabasca, that happened in Edmonton too. Uh, that happened all around the world. So it's, it is worry, but it's, it's a good facility in the town. There ain't any classrooms. There ain't any students. There ain't any facilities that you'd normally expect on campus. So it's not a campus, it's an office blocks. Um, and what we've agreed with our staff is a new use of that facility to empower the great work that they do. Because fundamentally for us, it's all about the benefit to our students. So I think the minister now understands that. I think the minister now understands that, that a positive investment should be made in that community and that it, it isn't just making the university do that investment. I actually think we're, we've got a very strong story for the government of Alberta now about investing in the town for a super new research base we have right. I want to ask you... Trying to make sense out of that, 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 the people that are there, make them actually create value. I don't, I don't want people sitting in cubicles. I want them generating real value, real jobs. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We're talking with Peter Scott, president of Athabasca University, as they work through their 
I don't know what you would call it with the province, coming to an understanding of exactly how um, they can not only offer the best education possible, but also meet the employment goals that that university was created to help generate. And I think we've sort of come to an understanding that that is possible. And one thing that's being proposed by Mr. Scott is a, a new research centre at Athabasca University that will help with this. And it sounds pretty interesting. Um, Peter, basically what you're talking about is creating um, a, a facility or a, a component of Athabasca University that's a research center researching northern Alberta issues, correct? Absolutely right. It's a really exciting vision for how you could serve the, not just the north of this province, but the north of all of Canada. Uh, research is one of those things that people don't think very much about, but actually it's at the heart of what it means to be a comprehensive research university. There are four of those in Alberta. Um, we are one of a set with uh, Lethbridge, Calgary, and the University of Alberta itself. Um, and at our heart is, well, we, our, our students uh, ask difficult questions, take the evidence and understand what that evidence is to answer those difficult questions, and then we help them get a good degree. Underlying that theme of asking those difficult questions is research, and we have some fabulous research specialties that we believe not only could thrive in the base in Athabasca, but would bring, bring real value to that community in a way that, you know, if we were originally talking way back when, uh, at the start of this year with the government about, you know, just force your staff to go into cubicles in the office, I'd say, well, those are jobs from 1984. Mm -hmm. what, we need, what we need our team to be doing is jobs in 2030. Look forward, Alberta, look to the future, and let's see research at the heart of that. Now, the, the Premier absolutely understands that, but innovation and skills at the heart of her agenda, trying to see how we expand fantastic areas like hydrogen and uh, innovation in this province. Athabasca could certainly play a role in that, with a little bit of investment from government. And again, I, I don't buy the story that the government of Alberta hasn't got any money to invest in uh, northern, Alberta, northern Alberta and the town of Athabasca, and that it needs students to fund that. I, I don't buy that story. I think there's a really good investment that will pay off in a huge way because there's some fantastic specialties that we, can that we already have in that area, and we can, we can create real jobs that actually matter. Um, huge topics like the Athabasca River Basin is something we are specialist researchers on. The future of water is really important to this planet. Specialties in health, again, we are really cool at that. Yeah. Reaching out to remote and rural, 30% of our um, undergraduate um, nurses are practicing in rural and remote contexts. That's, we don't have to have them come out of their rural and remote and come to a classroom in a town somewhere. They can learn where they work, upgrade where they work. And that's a huge, you know, 2,000 nurses on, on our undergraduate bachelor program, 2,000 nurses on our master's program and in a context where they can study. We need a base to coordinate that and to drive it. And a key part of that is research, asking those difficult questions with great answers. Space I science, we're great at it. There's a whole bunch of innovation areas where a base makes sense. A sure. base, it's not a campus, it's a research hub, it's a research base. Uh, we, we think we can make that work. I think the ministry and the minister are very excited by that. It's a, an exciting vision for the North, and it comes with real, real sustainable jobs that actually create fantastic value. Yeah, and I asked the minister about it yesterday, and you're right. He did say he's very interested in, in hearing more about it and exploring that opportunity after 
the funding agreement is signed, and he wants to see that done by the end of this week uh, in terms of, okay, we're going to go with the 10% increases year over year over the next three years. So are you, is that what the next step is for you? Is that is that going to happen? He says he's more than willing to even attend your meeting next week. Uh, that, that's really good. I'm really, I'm really keen to have the minister attend the meeting again. Uh, I can't speak to the detail of the IMA and you know the fine details of this and that. I, I know the minister disclosed some of that. I'm not prepared to do that because I'm only one member of a board, and we've not, as a board, got a chance to discuss it yet. But yeah, I know I'd really love to hear the minister um, put the money where the mouth is of uh, being flexible and wanting to negotiate and giving us that ability to to deliver and close this thing off. I'm delighted that he's so excited by that research opportunity, because for me, that's the way to deliver some of those metrics in a way that doesn't derail um, Alberta's fabulous jewel in the crown of Canada, which is Athabasca University, digital online, anytime, anywhere you want us, we're here for you. That's a a story I don't want to hurt. I know the minister doesn't want to do that either. And I know this exciting vision is the one that we can get all behind and very happy to get in, get the negotiating done, and get this settled. Well, Peter, I really appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. Thanks so much for being here.